In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Three in One who makes our joy complete in His resurrection and in ours. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, in addition to today being the fifth Sunday of Easter, today is also a sort of special celebration here at University Lutheran. It's Senior Roast. After church today, we're going to munch down on some Jim and Mills barbecue, uh, which is what we always have for senior roast, uh, because I don't feel like cooking on a Sunday. And, uh, and, and what we're going to do is we are going to bring up people who have been a part of this community, and we're going to bring them up, and we're going to make fun of them. And it's a great thing, it's lots of fun, and if you can stick around after church, we definitely recommend you do, because there's always a lot of leftovers, and I get tired of barbecue chicken after a while. But seriously, we we do want you to be a part of that. And it's an interesting little tradition that that we have here. Um, And and, uh, we've been doing it for several years now. And I still remember, though, the first year that we did Senior Roast, the first year that we brought people up and we said, and and we sort of made fun of them, and everybody gets a little bit of trinket, uh, trinket every time that we make fun of them. And so they end up leaving with a whole bunch of stuff that they can't pack in their cars anymore. And... And the first time that we did it, I remember distinctly a mother coming up to me and just with this sort of sense of amazement coming up to me and saying, you really knew them. Which honestly kind of baffled me. Because I said, well, of course I know them. I'm supposed to know them. That's kind of a part of my job. I'm a pastor. The whole shepherding thing, that's that's a part of what this job is about, is getting to know you. And I thought, well, that's such an odd thing to say, because that should be something that I'm doing. And I realized that in some churches that that's not the way that it goes, and that for some of you, you just don't want to be known. And I get that, too, um, uh, and yet I still try to bug you every now and again, just because it makes me happy. Um, and, but I, I thought, well, isn't that interesting? That that was the thing that was so shocking and amazing to this mother, that I really knew them. Because isn't that something that we all sort of really want deep down inside? Is to have this sense of, of being known by someone. To have this sense of that person knows who I am. They, they're able to call me by name. They know a little bit about my life. What, whatever I've shared with them, they, they actually remember those things. And it's something that we crave. Even if you're one of those people that tends to be sort of more introverted and, and doesn't really like to talk to a whole bunch of people, you do still crave that sense of intimacy, that sense of being known by someone. And it's a good feeling. It's actually a good feeling that we have a God who knows us so intimately. 
I mean, a lot of times we talk about how God knows our sins and He's sort of this all-seeing eye and He's able to see all of the bad stuff that we do. And of course that is all true. But He also sees us for all of the other stuff in our lives. Even the stuff that, well, it doesn't really deal with sin. It's all tainted by sin. But He knows what your favorite color is. He knows what you like to eat. He knows who you are. And having that kind of a God is the kind of God that we want to have because we want to be known. And sometimes I think for us Christians it's a little bit frustrating that we maybe aren't able to know Him quite as well. We're not able to go up to God and say, Hey God, what's your favorite color? I mean, you can. You can pray that. But I don't think he's going to answer that question. And so there's sort of this sense of, Well, what is this relationship that I have with God? What is this God? Who is this God whom I worship? How do I get to know Him? And then on top of that, there's also this this kind of bigger question in Christianity about how do we know one another? Because, you see, it's really sort of interesting. In Lutheran theology in particular, we're very much on point about this whole thing about how we're all together as one big happy community of sinners who realize that they're sinners and now have realized that Christ has come in order to save us from our sins. It even gets to the point that if you hear our beliefs about Holy Communion, that that gets into that. Because, you see, when I'm up here, and right before we have Holy Communion together, one of the things that I say to you in preparation for that meal, before I say, if you're not ready to commit to all of that, it's just go ahead and take your arms and cross them over your chest like this. One of the things that I say is that you consider us to be brothers and sisters in Christ. Now, where that comes from is 1 Corinthians 11, chapter 11, verse 29, where Paul says that if you eat and drink without discerning the body, that you're eating and drinking judgment upon yourself. And Lutheran theology, in specific, says that that body that Paul is talking about there, that that's sort of a double entendre. It's two things in one. What Paul is saying there is that that body is not only discerning the body that is there in, with, and under the elements of the bread and wine, the body of Christ in that way, but also the body of Christ in that the other person that is going before you in communion is a part of the body of Christ. And that the person who is taking communion after you is a part of the body of Christ. 
And so there's this sense that you're seeing the body of Christ in those elements, but you're also seeing the body of Christ in the people that are taking those elements with you. What we're doing is we're getting Jesus' DNA implanted into all of us in that sacrament. And then when we take that sacrament together, that we are actually all a part of one body. And so, people like Adam Tiffany, he's like God's earlobe. People like Rachel Beckverick, she's like God's little toe. People like Arlene, Arlene is like that little part on the tip of God's nose. People like Matt Stubsky back there. Like God's, well I have to go with something running, so maybe God's other toes. That we are this body of Christ. Brought together. And yet, every one of these senior roasts that we do, I usually, unfortunately, get this comment. We, we list out all of the names of the, the seniors that are graduating. A lot of them have been here for four years or more, but some of them maybe only for about a year. Uh, some of them attend sort of regularly, uh, some of them don't, and yet a, a lot of them have attended here for, for quite a while, and yet I still get a lot of times this question, well, which one is that? And I sort of get sort of scrunchy-faced and confused about, well, how don't you know who Matt Stubsky is? How don't you know who Arlene is? How don't you know who Rachel is? And it's not just students. I mean, students, we, we get to do the, the senior roast thing every now and again. But oftentimes, students, you're not very good at getting to know non-students either. And some of you, of both the student and non-student variety, are just not very good at wanting to be known. You're the type that shows up five minutes into the service and leaves five minutes before service is done. It's called agoraphobia. Look it up. And, and so there's this disconnect. That's actually what the, the sin is here. That there's this disconnect between us and that we're not recognizing the other part of the body of Christ that is here amongst our midst. Now, everyone here, I think, if Jesus would have walked through those doors back there or those doors back there and Jesus walked in, I would at least hope that everybody here would be like, Hey, let me go and get to know Jesus. Some of us might be, well, Jesus knows who I am, so he knows that I'm sitting here. But most of us would want to get to know Jesus a little bit more. Most of us would want to get to know what he looks like, what his eyebrows are like, what his chin looks like, what his mannerisms are like.
And yet, we have Christ's body walk through those doors every Sunday here. And we don't get to know Him. And honestly, that's your loss. You're not getting to know Jesus. And it's their loss too, because they're not getting to know Jesus. They're not getting to know you. They're not getting to know how you have been baptized and forgiven. They're not getting to know what He has done in your life. How He has forgiven you. And that's what Jesus is talking about in our Gospel lesson today. He's saying that He is going to be out of view. And then He's going to appear again and that's going to bring joy. And what He's saying when He's saying that He's going to be out of view is that He's going to be going to the cross. And that on that cross He is going to be dying for the sins of all of humanity. And then after He's done dying for the sins of all of humanity, they're going to stick Him in a tomb where nobody can see Him anymore. But then after that, He's going to arise out of that tomb and people are going to be able to see Him and get to know Him and they're going to be able to see Him and get to know Him in a whole new way. Because now He's resurrected Jesus. And that is the Jesus in whom we are baptized into. That is the Jesus that we get to know in one another. And then finally, on the last day, get to know Him completely in the resurrection. And so, we get to know Jesus today. We get to know Jesus in Ryan Larson. Bet you thought I forgot about him, didn't you? Ryan Larson is our newest member here at University Lutheran. Unfortunately, today was going to be the day that we were installing him, and uh, he couldn't make it. He's, he's stuck down in, in South Florida. He had um, some issues getting, getting back up here in time. He went down there for the weekend. And I was like, oh, no, I've already written this whole sermon. But maybe it's, it's sort of better this way. Because now you've got a heads up for next week. And now you've got a question for next week. Now you can go up to anybody that you see walk through those doors next Sunday and say, Are you Ryan Larson? <laughs> He's going to be so confused. But by getting to know what Christ has done in his life, you get to know who Christ is. You get to know what it meant for Christ to die on that cross for his sins and for yours. You get to know what it's like for him to know that he will be resurrected on the last day and so will you. You get to know Jesus through Ryan, through Arlene, through Rachel, through Adam, through Matt, through Mary, through Donna Claire, 
Bernie, Cheryl, Luke. You get to know Christ by getting to know what He's done in our lives. And that's what's going to lead us to rejoice with Him for all of eternity. Amen.